The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Podcasters, the Dungeons & Dragons tabletop gaming podcast on the network at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Uh, it's been a fun week. It's been a busy week for all of us. Uh, we're busy with work. I'm busy writing up a wicked encounter for everyone tonight. And uh, we're going to jump right into it. Before we get into that, though, as always, uh, make sure that if you're looking for your video game needs, you head on over to Oogie Games in Niagara Falls at 2406 Military Road, Niagara Falls, New York at 14304. Uh, Head on over there, pick up some video games, say hi, let them know that the network and the podcast precinct sent you. Then after that, if you're looking to try and help us out and support us a little bit more, please head on over to the Teespring. There is a link below in the description. Or if you're listening to this, there should be a link right there in the description of the podcast. And uh, head on over there, pick out a t-shirt, maybe get a phone case or a mask if you want to try and stay safe while you're hiding outside. Um, pick that up, help us out, support the stream, and uh, take a picture, tag us in it. You know, we want to see what we want to see them. But... Enough with all the intros, enough with all the bumpers. Let's get into tonight's session. We last left off with our party making their way, heading over to, (laughs) uh, we left off last week with our party heading on over to a house that Azoth was detecting or uh, was using a locate object to uh, find the relic from his uh from his tribe upon discovering lady luna shattersphere's house which uh, there was a little bit of sprinkled beforehand that there was a house that Jorel was working out of you guys led that found this on your own a little bit here upon coming up to this magical house you guys try to figure out find a way in remus uh scaled the wall if i'm not mistaken you scaled the wall of one of the towers uh, surrounding this house, climbed in, found a room full of barrels and boxes. Oh, I found the lid. Which I got to talk to you a little bit about. There's some okay. extra stuff. Um, extra stuff? Well, stipulations on it. Okay. Um, Remus went in, found a little goodie for himself, unlocked the front door of the house, let the party in. They found a trap door, followed it to a tunnel below the house where they heard chanting. Upon walking into a room that was uh, entered in from both sides, they found Jarrell with a woman chanting and uh, shouting to a Maximus, as they were saying before. And as this tomb uh, slabbed platform that had a, a a block of metal and this mithril uh, essence to it flashed with light, the woman completed an incantation with a spell, 
and uh, this gray essence shot from her wands, and the bodies that were standing around this tomb dropped to the ground, presumably dead. Upon looking up at you, you all, I'm pretty sure I think, had a bonus reaction round in which a- uh, Azoth had wild shaped and gotten up on uh, over to Jarell by his holster with his wand, was attempting to bite that. Howard was waiting to shoot an Eldritch Blast, I believe. Or did you shoot an Eldritch Blast? I cannot remember what Howard no, was doing. No, I, I, I attempted a Crown of Madness on Crown of Madness. That's on Luna. Um, which, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, she had succeeded against saving. Yep. Uh, and Remus was stuck to the ceiling. Upon uh, this, we pick up. Now, real quick, before we jump into combat, and I'm going to have you guys roll initiative and everything, Remus, the uh, barrel that you had found, it is a lid, uh, the, the barrel lid, yes. it is not a just a single magical item, it has a limited use on it, okay? And so, there like, are charges? Three, yes, there's three charges right, on cool. it, okay? Yeah. Just so you know. Question. What's up? So, uh, well, I, I guess I could ask this later on. But essentially, I have the idea that I, I when I have a second, I want to make like a hand strap for it. Okay. Could I use it almost as a shield as well? That is a, that is a possibility. There, there is a possibility that it could be. Uh, we'll get to it later. I just, that. I figured I'd put it out there now because I think it'd be pretty sweet. Just like dagger, and then like bonus action. Possibly. We'll put a pin into that because, guys, I would like you all to roll for initiative. As we pick up, we have Drell Fast Task, the halfling that uh, Remus and Boom Boom and Howard had first met in Burkhold, had received a few tasks of errands of him running around. Whether by accident or by direction, by misdirection from Drill, they unknowingly stumbled into a little bit of this, uh, a plot of a cult. And here he is now in his full rage and glory, ready to be, be finished with you guys once and for all. Um, you see him uh, shirtless with a, um, let me see, where is his description? So, Jarrell. Uh, you see Jarrell now his eyes are lit with excitement you see that his chest there's a tattoo of a fae like dragon glittering with the shimmers on it Lady Luna can be seen wearing a choker that is uh, that is like tightly put around her throat um, Azoth you're right up there so before we get into the actual initiative role uh, let me give me a perception check from uh, you as the rat Alright, uh, one second here. You're gonna roll with the rats stats. Yep, that's what I'm just checking right now. Cool. Um, perception. Uh, 26. 26. Okay. I just want to, uh, you do notice 
Having been in Brian Spell, how many weeks would you say that Azov had staked out there? What did we decide on? I, I he was easily there for like two or three months. I think he he, 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 he was kind of like almost become a resident there. Okay. Uh, within within his time at uh, at Brian Spell and just kind of just keeping out and scoping out from around. Uh, you've seen Lady Luna before. You've never had personal interaction with her, but uh, what you have seen of her, she looks different now. You notice that from where the choker is on her neck, stretching up to the back of her. So, like, there's this choker here. You can see veins coming, uh, like, the veins on her neck from where the choker, like, content is, like, the touching. The veins shooting up from it are bulging and have, like, this, like, sickly blue, like, pulsatingness, pulsating to them. Okay? Okay. Notice that. And, um, you have, see, if you've been there for two to three months, you've seen her before. When you probably first arrived there, she looked different, more young, and almost felt more, has had more of a wonder in her eyes. Now she is portraying a hatred. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, guys, give me an initiative roll. Howard. Uh, I rolled a natural 20 plus 2, so 22. Nice. Remus. 12. 12. Not bad. Azoth, what's your initiative? Uh, 8. 8, not bad. I uh, think we'll say he did a 5 in case he pops in on this. Let's see, let's auto roll this. Okay. Um, there we go. Okay. All right. Um, got initiative lined up. All right. So as initiative starts, it goes. Um, Howard. So right now the room is 50 by 50. There is a two, um, there's two, there's two entrances into this main room with from the two tunnels uh, entering from both the left and right of it coming in at an angle. Uh, Like I said, the rooms are 50 by 50 by 50. You came in right at the corner of the rooms, really? Yep. And Jarrell, Lady Luna are back against the wall, like roughly like four or five feet standing in front of it. In the center of the room is there's the tomb. There are five bodies laying down on each side of this tomb slab. There is this uh, block, like a cement, like stone block on top with this mithril vein kind of texture running around it. And there is a gemstone that you do see. Actually, you probably wouldn't see it. Uh, there is there's something glowing from the top of this block, this metal block of, of uh, mithril or steel or ingot. It looks precious. Um, you see this kind of glowing kind of radiance go pulsing. What do you want to do? All right. So I'm going to move into the room. Are those like little mini walls that you have like going around that or what is that? Not yet. Okay. You would basically be, if you were to walk in, you would be uh, within the little, the inside square. This is kind of, there is no bramble yet. All right, so I'm going to one, two, three, four. 
I'm going to run all the way up to the middle of the room, like right in front of the stone slab, putting that between me and Jarell and Luna. Okay. That makes sense? Okay. Yep. Um, towards the bottom there. And I am going to... How, uh, how close to the, sl- to the stone slab are you going to be running up to? Uh, right up to it, so I can kind of use it as cover as well. Okay. All right. And I will, being that that failed on her, I'll go try to intrude and do the Eldritch Blast towards Drell. Okay. Throw it at him. All right. That is a 17. That's a 17. That hits. Sweet. Uh, for, ooh, nice, max damage, 14. Ooh. Not bad, not bad. Hit him. All right. Um, all right. Anything else you want to do with your turn? Nope, that's it. Okay. All right, next up is Jarrell. Uh, he looks over at Lady Luna and he goes, I told you, he'd be the first. And he raises his hand looking right at you and he uh, releases a faint, very uh, familiar blast of energy at you as this uh, set of a yellow sickly glow. It has this uh, springy purple hue of as an eldritch blast comes rocketing right at you, Howard, with a, let's see, does a... um, 22 hit. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, and then for 13 damage. Okay. All right. He d- launches a blast at you and he steps just faintly in front of Lady Luna to kind of block her a little bit. Remus, you're up. Now the room is just still 50 by 50, and the stairs come down uh, at each corner of this room right now. It hasn't, it doesn't show the full uh, image that I sent everyone. And if I recall, you were on the ceiling to the left. Yeah. So it's Drell, this Lady Luna, whoever. Lady Luna Shadowsphere. Yep. And all the, all the other people that were chanting are down, right? Yep. They're all lay- they're all like dead weighted on the ground, and I see this pulsing bright thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to throw two daggers or the oh hello. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh. <laughs> I'm going to throw two daggers at the pulsing light source. Stone okay. thing. Okay. Um, make attack roll. Alright. The first one's gonna be... Oh, yay. A 17 plus 5, 22. That hits it. Um, deal damage to it. Alright, here's a, here's a probably a rhetorical question. Can you sneak attack... A stone? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got nine damage for the first one. 
Got it. Now, is it psychic damage when you hit it with the dagger? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Here, let me double check real quick. Six. Yeah, psychic damage. All right, cool. And then I'll hit the other, hit it again with my other one. All right. As you're launching these blades from uh, the top of the ceilings you're stuck to. Ten? Uh, ten does not hit. It's a tough rock. Tough. <laughs> um, so what, did anything happen from it getting hit? Make perception check. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen? Um, the dagger definitely hit it, but like when you throw the dagger at a body, you can see the impact of the dagger hit and kind of like stick and kill and then just kind of fade away and like zap out. Uh-huh. This looked like it went into it. Like it went like um Ghostbusters uh like uh Proton Pack style. Like gotcha. Went... Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um I guess I'm going to where are these uh where's where are these people in relativity to me? Are they still by the stone? Uh the two, the two that are up, or the bodies that are on the ground. Two that are up. Two that are up, relative to the picture, they are. They would be twenty, about twenty feet back from where the stone is, to the, op- oh, it's like the, the outside. Gotcha. Uh, I guess I'll just use my movement on the ceiling to walk towards them. Okay, so you step up on the ceiling and start to uh, kind of like walk. Walk across the ceiling uh, as you step out of this tunnel. Uh-huh. It, it so as you're walking upside down, it goes up gotcha. roughly ten feet, and then it's a straight flat platform all the way back to the back of the room. All right, all right. Um, up next is Lady Luna uh, Shatter Sphere. You see her begin to look over uh, at. And she goes, we'll see how they like this one. And she begins to uh, start to chant an incantation as she's uh, changing her hands in various positions. And her eyes begin to glow. And as she pulls her hands out, she smashes them together. And the room uh, emanating from her is a wave of energy that hits all edges of the room. And you, What about the top of the room? Even the top. And the room, you start to see the walls start to shift. Bricks start to move around and reconstruct themselves. The uh, walls start to expand out by, uh, is it 80? It's 160 feet wide now, with, and it goes deeper, um, going, I see, was it one, two, three, four, five, six? Seven, eight. Oh, all right. So no, hold on. Let me draw quick. So it's uh, it goes eighty feet in deep. No, no, eight feet double. So yeah, it's one hundred sixty feet in deep, and it. Oh no, wait, crap. 
Let me get my measurements real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. It is a eighty feet deep, and it expands into be one, two, three, four. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and 160 feet uh, wide. It's a per the room is still a perfect square. My bad. Didn't add that to the map. Oh, well. Uh, as well as the ceiling, Remus, that you are now on, begins to shift and um, get sucked up. And the ceiling gratens as the ceiling that was flat now begins to become shaped like a dome on it the walls uh uh bordering the walls you start to see these broken trees uh these brambles of knotted thorned uh bushes start popping up along the edges uh, you see bricks of uh walled slabs of concrete and stone start shifting up and appearing popping up in various places there are two statues that sprout from the ground uh uh, in front of the walls that now uh, cut off the tunnel uh, at a direct um, cut off the tunnels that you guys are walking from in front of you. So if you want to walk into the room, you kind of like how to feed yourself through it now. Uh, you see the back of the room where Jarrell and Lady Luna are start to become uh, raised. So where there's those stairs there, they becomes raised up and start uh, rounding itself out. The walls now, you see, break and open up as long, giant, pane glass windows are constructed. And you see um, the images within the, the pane glass windows of the Feywild. But this isn't the joviant, excited Fey of fairies and creatures laughing. Uh, this is some horrific scenes, some dark. This is the... Uh, for all that is good and excitement and wondrous in the Fae, this room is pulling from everything of that of that is opposite to that. This is a scary, uh, twisted, dark elven room now. Uh, also on the dome, if you guys are looking up, you would see mystical-looking uh, constellations and almost like stars and galaxies on the ceiling in almost like a uh, projector holographic way. So she does that as her turn and shifts it, giving them more battle space. Uh, next up in order of, uh, order of command is Azoth, and then Finks, you actually are up after Azoth in battle turns. <clears throat> um. All right, uh, I want to, uh, again, try and uh, gnaw at the holster of Jarrell to try and get to his wand. Okay, make an attack on it. All right, uh, let's Doesn't notice it. Uh, 17. 17? Uh, 17 hits. All right. Um, I guess that would be considered a bite. Uh, 1d4. All right, hold on here. Uh, 
and then six piercing damage. Six piercing damage. Okay. Um, I could definitely do that. Six damage. Um, then you said it was a 17 to hit. I rolled a 17, yeah. Um, under the rat's actions, it says plus four to hit. Five okay. foot. Yeah. All right. Um, what are you trying? Are you trying to bite out the holster or the wand? What exactly? How careful are you being? What? I'm just trying to chew through it so that the wand can get loose and maybe I can like grab it and get it away from Jarrell so he can't use it. All right. I'll say that within that. You've, uh, this turn, you've begun to, yeah, you've begun to nibble through and you can see a hole forming in the bottom of the holster. Probably be one more round for it to fall through. Okay. Okay. Uh, Finks, you are up. Can you catch me up as to what I see and what I've been doing? Yes. All right. So we actually are just in the first round of combat. So we have just picked up. Um, you are now looking at, uh, we are in the room that we left off with underneath the tower at Lady Luna's. It was simply a 50 foot by 50 foot room. And uh, as you you would see, Howard is up over by this concrete slab that has a crystal on it that is emanating this pulsing wave of energy. Um, you would see the walls were barren and just concrete, and Jarell and the uh, Lady Luna were on the opposite end of this of this room. There were five bodies, dead weighted, killed, dead, you don't know what, that are, uh, five are laying on each side of the stone slab. And when you guys came out uh, and into this room, it was from the opposite end from where Jarell is, from the two tunnels that came at an angle into the corners. Uh, through the course of this turn, Lady Luna did a spell that expanded the room into the map that I had then sent in the Zoom chat. Do you see it? No, but I will grab that. All right. So let me... And then I cannot remember exactly where Finks was in combat. Exactly when we left off what he had done. He was with... Um... Was he up there with Azoth? With uh, Howard. On the one side. Okay. So you and Howard, I am almost positive, you guys had come from the right side? Yeah, we both came from the right. All right. So before Lady Luna shifted the room, Howard had ran up to be just below the giant's uh, concrete slab. Okay. Remus is on the ceiling of the opposite tunnel, walking out now into the ceiling of the room as it is shifting. And Azoth is up, transformed into a rat by Jarrell trying to chew through his holster for the fireball wand. Um, Haxon is over to the left tunnel um, where Ricky, where not Ricky, where Remus walked out of from the ceiling. Okay. All right. So I am going to start my turn by casting um, the bless spell on the party. Okay. So it's first level spell. More or less, what I'm going to do is target um, the three of you. So you guys can add D4 to attack rolls and saving rolls until the spell ends. Okay. Sweet. So that's for the next minute. That's my concentration. 
And then my bonus action, I'm going to throw up my spiritual weapon. Um, And if you remember, it's that like weird floaty, you know, bat creature. Yeah. Um, So I will will manifest that above, um, well, range 60 feet. So I'm going to, I'm going to manifest that and attempt to throw that on Jarell. Okay. Uh, from Jer- where Jarrell is, are you walking down these stairs and walking through the down into the center? Because you see all these concrete slabs. There are walls that have kind of popped up and shifted. That oh, I are, um, that are uh, in view. I'm sorry if I didn't if I didn't say that before. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. Um, so, so it's kind of like he, little little maze like. He's not in my life side anymore. No, you would have to probably walk around. There are two uh, concrete walls that popped up in front of where the stairs were coming down. So you, it funnels you into the center. And then you see uh, two slab. There, there's one solid slab in front of you. There are two slabs uh, popped up to the left and right running down. There is brambles and trees surrounding the room uh, with bushes and thorny twisted knots as well as those two statues had popped up out of the ground and uh, you see like the pane windows too okay so rather than using my bonus action i guess spiritual weapon then i will just use it to hide for free okay all right where are you hiding um behind i'll just get to like the closest um one of those tablets uh one of one of like the giant walls yeah just kind of like up against the wall and just kind of what if i can find a corner somewhere somewhere like that Okay, so yeah, I'm going to say... You know, survey what's going on here. Okay, I'll say you pop up through the middle and you kind of uh, fear off a little bit to the right to look over and you would have Jarrell and Lady Luna in your line of sight. Okay, good. Um, all right, so that is that. Up next is uh, you see one of the bodies to the right of the stone t- uh, tomb, this uh, giant bench... One of the bodies begins to get up. Completely cloaked. It is a... Um, where is it? It is a human uh, figure. Uh, underneath this dark, just very plain black cloak is a shirtless body with these uh, basics uh, slacks on. As he, this body kind of stands up Looks over at its hands, cracks itself, and looks over at you, Howard, and begins to walk over at you just very solemnly, getting ready with uh, fisticuffs coming at you. And it is going to go straight after you and throw a multi-attack unarmed strike. And as always, as I said uh, before, I don't think I actually said it this episode yet, I'm rolling with the Chessex Heavy Set Dice. I love these dice. Uh, if you guys haven't went out and picked them up or seen them yet, please do. Let's see. It is a 6 plus 4 to 10. I don't know. If that, is that your AC? Nope. Misses. Nope. All right. So the first one hits. Second misses. one is a 2 plus 4. That also misses. Sweet. All right. Um, and that is that. So that is his turn. Top of the round, we jump, we jump over to Howard. Um, the mithril stone that's in the middle, is it like floating above the thing or is it just resting on there? Um, having a nice eye on it now, you can see that it, uh, just for like kind of shape, shape resemblance, think a car battery in shape. Okay. 
kind of like this, like just heavy, dense block of just this uh, unrefined, like polished, like silver and ore, but then it's also concrete stone. And in the center, you see it embedded into the very top in the center. It's almost like a glass gem. Um, and just because you're so close to it, if you look, if you if you look up to look and see at it, you see uh, different colors of smoke kind of swirling in it, of green, red, and blue uh, hues. Also, there is this pulsatingness um, that is emanating from it, and it is uh, pulsing out to a five foot range now. Okay. 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 Um, I want to attempt to grab it if I can. Okay. Um. Make a strength check to try and pry this gem that is embedded in this block. Uh, 15. Um, trying to get your fingers in on it, trying to pull on it. This uh, stone wedged is, is wedged into this block pretty damn tight. Uh, you're not going to be able to... Not with your hands, not just like that. You're not going to be able to get it. Okay. Um... I guess that'd be considered my action, right? So, yeah. Uh, there's nothing else I really I can do at the moment. Um, I will, I guess, prepare for my next round. Okay. Um, up next is Howard. Or not Howard, is Jarrell. And Jarrell is going to... Let me see if he noticed you, Fink's 17. Uh, not Fink's, uh, Azoth. He definitely notices you. And uh, seeing you, he is going to, what will he do to you? He will. He'll realize that he should have been shopping at Oogie Games at 2406 Military Road. Go check him out. Hmm. Because he didn't, he went all rats. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. guys, guys. Nice. <laughs> I like it. it was good. Um, you know what? F it. Why not? Uh, you're gonna see Jarrell. Uh, begin to touch his chest, and look at one of the windows. Look at the other window, and peel his uh, tattoo of a dragon, and throw it into the air and he'll like just peel it off of his chest and you see this image of this outline of this uh, radiant purple dragon just get peeled off of his skin and as he does it it with like almost a uh, a, a transmutation of sorts it conjures into a fey spirit as he's going to cast a uh, summon fey spirit at fifth level um, and gets we're it not even fifth level <laughs> I know you guys are not. Um, cast of that. So now there is now a small fey dragon joined in this fight. Um, and it is going to act on his turn. He is going to um, have the dragon come down and go at you, Howard, because he does not like you. Especially for going after this little gem jewel thing. Yeah, feelings uh, mutual. <laughs> it's going to make a melee attack at you. Let's see. It's number attacks equal to half the spell's level. So it's going to make uh, two attacks at you. Okay. 
two plus four or three is a five. That does not hit. Nope, misses. Twelve plus three is fifteen. Fifteen, but um, I have my little ring of uh, what do you call it? Shield with the one charge per day, right? Yep. Sometimes they okay, yeah. So that'll make it go up to because my AC is thirteen, so that'll bring. No, no, no. It's only I think no, it's not one charge per day. I think it's almost uh, you have one charge left in it. It has uh, just a single charge left. In it. Oh, I thought it was one per day. Okay, never mind. Then I don't have that. It hits. You let that. Okay. So it does 1d6 plus 3 plus the spell's level. Ooh, plus... Oh, man, that's going to hurt. You sure you don't want to... Ca- pow- it's going to hurt! I, I don't have it. Oh. I've already used it like a while ago, so it's already done. Oh, got it. All right. Yeah. Um, Here, hold on. Did I? Is it a magic item I gave you? Uh, Yeah, it was one that I found like way back when. Is it on your character sheet? Uh, I don't know if I ever put it on there. I found sure. this like way back in like Isel Cross. So let me see. Where am I going? Let's see. Equipment. If it was back in Isel Cross, I wouldn't have given you something that powerful at the very beginning. So it would have been only probably yeah, one left the in one it. Charge. Yep, yeah, okay. just the one charge on it. Yeah. So unfortunately, okay. So you're gonna take this. Um, so let me roll. It's one d six. So that is a two plus three. So it's five plus a spell level, which is. Uh, fifth, so 10 mm-hmm. plus 1d6 force damage. So you take 10 damage plus two points of it, two points of force damage on top of that. Okay, I'm still good. Okay. Yep. Uh, and does he, is this a concentration spell? This is a concentration. Okay. So he is now concentrating on this. Um, it is now. Oh. Same turn. All right. So on this turn, you also notice uh, Howard being right next to it. This uh, block, this metal block shape that you have your hands right over begins to pulse again and again. And with every pulse, this uh, ore is getting larger and larger, going from two feet out, five feet out, ten feet out. And then it, uh, a wave goes within a, uh, within a radius of it. We see what color hits. Okay, you see this red uh, wave of energy blast from the this little gem, and I need you to make a deck save. <laughs> All right. And who else? Let me see real quick. This is a ten ra- ten foot radius from this. Let me see if thinks if you'd be within it. The plus um, four too, right, Finks? Yeah. Alright, cool. Hold on. Nope, you wouldn't be there either. Finks, you'd be hiding around it. Alright. Um, uh, 18 total. 18 total. Alright, you do save on it, so you only take two uh, necrotic damage as you feel part of your life essence sucked from you and uh, pushed into this block through the gem. Okay. Okay. Um, it is now Remus's turn. I'm going to throw two daggers at uh, Lady Luda Shadow Sphere. Okay. Make attack rolls. I'm not going to need to do that. I'm wrong. Oh, I do. Oh. 
I talked myself out of something smart. Not really, but... 24. Ooh, 24. Yeah. yeah, take that. And then... Well, that's to hit. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, do I get sneak attack on her? Cheap. All day. She's not... Um, Here, let me see her. Okay, actually. Let me make her do a perception check to see if she'd see you guys. If she would see you. Nine. Perception. Um, Make a stealth check real quick. Yeah. Lots going on. Oh, I know, but I get a plus four. 17? She doesn't see you, so I'll give sneak attack damage. Sixteen damage. Ouch! That hit. That was one. That was the first one. And then the second one. Uh, Eight. Nah, that does not nah. hit. That does not hit. And she is now aware of you. I'm going to bonus action. Or no, I can't bonus action. Never mind. No, you you did it with your with the second the one. Dagger, yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else you wish to do? No, that's that's going to be it. For, well, I'll move. I guess thirty feet closer to her and Jarrell. Okay. So you're uh, up on the I'm ceiling. I'm still on the ceiling. Yeah. Okay. Um. Maybe further into the darkness if it arches like upward. Yeah. Okay. So you start. Uh, you you uh, start up more of into the circle. So you're, we're gonna say you're kind of. Are you more or less directly over where like the crystal is and the little uh, block? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll say you're roughly twenty five thirty feet away from it. Okay. Like, like on the ceiling above it all. Do that. Um. But she has got a good beat. She's been watched. She watched where you were walking, and you can see her uh, look between you and surveying the room. And she didn't like the sneak attack, honestly. She really did not. So she's going to look at you and begin to cast an incantation. And I need you to make a charisma save, please. Richard, do for? I won't. But also, thank you. <laughs> Charisma save. Oh, yeah. 27. Oh, you... Uh, as she begins to finish the, incant- in- the incantation on her spell, you feel your body begin to fade away. And you begin to feel cold. And you begin to hear screaming. You hear two wolves crying in the distance. And then instantly it's sucked back and you're in the room on the ceiling. She tried to send you someplace. Oh and my. you resisted it. Yep. Well, that's uh, good. <laughs> so that is her turn on that. And you see her as a bonus action. Cast so cold. on herself. 
Okay. So she is going to end her turn as she steps off uh, to the side back uh, near where her and Jarrell are uh, underneath one of the pa- she uh, steps off to the um, to the pane of glass to her left. So if you're looking at the picture, it's the one to the right in the back wall. She steps off. So she's in that uh, the direct pane of glass reflection. Uh, up next is Azoth, then Finks. All right. Uh, I'm going to, again, keep going at that uh, holster. Okay. Um, rolled a six. Okay. Plus. Um, it's a uh, plus, plus blank to hit. Plus four. Plus four. So six plus, so it'd be a ten. Uh-huh. Uh, four. Uh, so that, okay. So 14. No, no, you roll a d4. A 1d4, yeah. Oh, roll a d4. All right, hold on. Uh, 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 10 and then 2, so 12. All right, 12. Um, it is, uh, roll for damage. All right, uh-huh. Again, roll. Uh... Six. Four plus two for piercing damage. Okay. You see the wand tip begin to slip through the holster as it's going... Uh, By the way, Tony just sent it. If you didn't get it. Sorry, didn't see your message. Um, Can, uh, as it's coming down, uh, for still on my turn, can I, I grab at it with, like, my tail or something to assist in it coming out? Sure. Um, I'll give you a bonus action to try and make a dex uh, make a dex save as it's slipping down. All right. Dexterity check, not save. Dexterity check. Okay. Uh, so that is. Let me see what his dex is. Plus. Twenty-two. Nat twenty plus two. Nice. Nice with the natural twenty. As this wand is dropping, you begin to uh, catch the wand right in your mouth uh, as it's slipping through. You've got it. Uh, are you going to do any movement or? Uh, I'm going to move towards Howard. Okay. I want to bring the wand to Howard. All right. You're going to bring the wand over to Howard. Yes, you do. Sweet. Um, we'll say you are a you are a rat. And you are near the back of this room, back where Jarrell was. Because when he moved, so did you. Right. So you can probably get as a rat. I mean, what is your speed as a rat? Uh, 30 feet. 30 feet? Yeah. Uh, carrying the wand, that is, ju- it's got to be about the same. It's probably, the wand is about a foot long. About probably a little bit as big as you, if not a little bit more. I'll give you uh, half speed with it because okay. you're trying to carry this. All right. Okay. Um, I'll say in your mouth, you can feel the heat emanating from it. You want to be a little careful with this as you're moving. Okay. It could get dangerous. We're going to say he is definitely going to notice that. Yeah. Jarrell notices you take the wand. He's not okay with that. Um. And yeah, he has to concentrate on his dragon. 
He's got to concentrate on his dragon. So how much damage you do to him? No, you don't. Oh, no, you you went for the wand, not damage for him. Going right for the holster and for him. I didn't. Okay. All right. So that's it. That's uh, is that your turn, or is there anything else? Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. Yeah. Thanks. All right. So now that I can see them, uh, I'm now I'm going to cast that spiritual uh, spiritual weapon spell. Uh, okay. On top of Jarell. So if he's within sixty feet of me, which I hope he is, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to cast um, it right behind him. You would be. 10, 15, uh, 20, 30, 40, 50. You could pop it right up next to him, pretty much. All right, perfect. I'm just going to bring his face and have it start swinging. Yeah. So uh, as you go to cast for spiritual weapon, you look over at one of the panes of glass and... <coughs> sorry. You see, you see uh, this silver glowing in within the pane of glass as this special uh, light visages uh, a spirit coming through the pane of glass and you see this like toothy maw of a bat start to like flap around him all chattering and uh, did you want to go after him with it now? Oh yeah, yep. Okay. So my bonus action is attack. Go for it. Make an attack roll at him. So that is 23 plus 4 so 27 hit. 20, yeah that hits him. That hits him. (laughs) And then nine damage, and I'm going to actually add one more thing to that. So, um, as a goblin, oh wait, no, it's not going to work on Darrell. He's small size, right? Uh, he is. He's a halfling. So he's small. Okay, so never mind. Um, I'll save that for later. Is he? Is yeah, he, he small? Will be. Let's see description. What is it? He's smaller than me. Racial traits. Um. You, yeah, you, you have the nimbleness to uh, be able to move around people. Um, what are you trying to do? Why? Well, I, I had an ability that only works on larger creatures. Oh, okay. But yeah, I okay. hate it, so no worries. No, nope, um, you're so right. So nine yeah. damage from the spiritual weapon, and I'm going to attempt to break his concentration with that. Okay. Uh, he's going to make a dexterity. It was a um, concentration check. Three. Ooh. Plus six, uh, you did nine damage. Half of that would have been, was it? Is it half plus up? So he had to beat a five. He rolls, it's a six, guys. So uh, the dragon is still flapping around uh, over by Howard currently. Almost. Almost. He doesn't have that big a high of concentration. If you guys can get him. Uh, anything else for your turn? Um, no, I'm just going to kind of pop my head back and uh, take cover. All right. Um, next up is the hooded, cloaked figure with the uh, fist raised coming right over now next to Howard. He's going to come after again with two more multi-attacks. Uh, and now, you, you, just so you guys are seeing this, his body is kind of moving with just impulse and just command. There's no real thought behind the movements. It's just kind of uh, following mental orders, it would seem. And do three plus four to hit. Uh, that misses. Seven. 14 plus four. That hits. That hits. All right. This is 1d8 of damage. My d8. This is four damage. Okay. And uh, on that hit, 
you see this figure, you're not see, you hear this figure click. It's, uh, click its uh, hand or it's like snap its fingers as it goes to punch you and on it you deal uh, you f- uh, take an additional 2d6 necrotic damage Jesus Christ that is two sixes in a row that is 12 damage alright how it is looking pretty bad okay and that is that's turn and you went right over for the gem dude yeah no I know That's. I- I'm sorry it's all good. It's all um, good. Top of the round, it is Howard. Your turn. What are you doing? Um, I'm going to try to... Okay. This is risking it. I'm going to run over to Azoth and see if I can grab the wand from him and cut the distance. All right. Uh, as you go to move away, it is going to take a reaction strike at you. Yeah, I figured. Uh, two plus four. Okay, so good. Six. You you get lucky with them. All right. Yep. Uh, you are. Uh, you run over to Azoth. Mm-hmm. Um, Azoth is at the steps between where the brambles are leading up to where Jarrell and Luna are. Okay. So you would have to. You'd meet him over there. Yep, that's fine. So you meet him over. Okay. Yep. Uh, that was just movement. Anything else you want right. to do? Uh, is... Grab, grab the wand. Got is it. That, is that counted as my action or bonus action, or how would you count that? You can just grab. You can grab the wand. Okay, free action. Free action. You grab it. Perfect. I will grab the wand and immediately point it at Jarrell and try to shoot a fireball at him. Go for the window. Got it. Um, for the window. You grab the wand. You go to look at him. You go to shoot a fireball. And there's a little sputter of flame that goes, and at that, Jarrell looks and he goes, <laughs> "You foolish imbecile! Clearly, you didn't think it'd be that easy." Well, it's definitely not going to be much easier for you. Squeakity squeak squeak. <laughs> um, I. That's it. Then I guess that's my All turn. Right. All right, uh, guys. Uh, Howard is looking hurt. You guys would see this. He is now clearly up in front of kind of everyone. He's looking at uh, five right now. All right. Uh, Jarrell is going to survey the room, look at everyone, and seeing that Remus did get a sneak attack in on Lady Luna that he did not like either, he's going to look up at you and launch... A, uh, so actually what you see him do is grab a, grab his neck, uh, pull off a small bead and launch and throw it right up at you, uh, Remus on the ceiling. And he is going to launch a fireball from his necklace of fireballs at you. It is, it has, let me see where, how many charges we have on him. Who has that? This is Jarrell. Jarrell came back. Who has a necklace of fireballs? Jarrell has a necklace of fireballs. That's an awesome item. Oh, it's awesome. Um, He's got three charges. He's got three charges on it. He's going to just launch them at you for for that. I have to make a save. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to make a save. Um, Yep. 
Uh, I need you to make a dexterity save. Plus four. Plus a d4. Plus a d4. Come on, baby. Nineteen? It's not bad. That saves. So you're going to take half damage. Um, it was launched at you at fifth level. So, because it shot it with two more. So, it is going to be... How many D6s? It is going to be... See, fourth level. Wait. Will be well, ten D6s. Okay. Damage. Half. I have... I, and then halved again. As a tiefling, I am resistant to fire damage. That you are. So, two, seven... Nine, twelve, seventeen. Oh no, that wasn't a true roll. Uh, seventeen would be twenty-two, twenty-seven, twenty-nine, thirty-one. No, thirty-two, thirty-seven, halved. So it would be 38, 15, 4, 19. 19 damage? Dead you're at, right? Half of that again? Wait, 30, it'd be 38 damage halved would be 19. Yeah, so... Halved 19, would be 10 halved. damage then. Okay. <clears throat> you take, uh, you see a fireball rocket off of Jarrell's necklace and just... when <clears throat> the ceiling, it lights up. Uh, Remus... Uh, do you need to make a con save for to stay stuck to the wall? I don't know, because he is off cast Spider Climb on me. Is uh, Spider Climb a concentration spell? I don't think so. Let me double check, though. <laughs> Wouldn't it be Azoth who has to stay concentrating? And that's yeah. why I have to, we have to double check, because if yeah. you did, you base shaped as you be shaped as well. Or wild shaped. Yeah, hold on. Let me see. I'm looking that up. All good. But if that, wait, wait, what? Oh, (laughs) I confused myself in Zoom. Um, But if that was the case, he B shaped as I started going on the ceiling. I know. So I'm gonna roll with it, and we're. I'm going to retro this out. I just want to see if it's something we have to retro it is, out. It is concentration. From what I can it is see. concentration? Yeah. Is it? I don't see I mean, Concentration up to one hour. Oh, I thought that's how long it lasts. Well, no, it is, but you would have to retain concentration as actively casting the spell. Okay. Okay. Um, with that, we'll say that the with the blast of fireball... And, I mean, you did get a good sneak attack because you were on the ceiling and hidden. Uh, you, you feel the sticky spider-webbedness of uh, the, your boots clinging to the ceiling uh, lose its magic, and you begin to fall. Make a dexterity save as you fall from the ceiling. Oh, dude, do you have that pendant the, with the wings and the heart, the pendant of falling? No, I do. Ah! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> And a D4 still, or? Yep. Sick. 
20. One. All right. Um, I'll take... No, actually, no, it'll be a D4, we'll say it is. Uh, four points of bludgeoning damage. You came down and uh, you, you landed superhero style, but your knees are buckled a little bit and uh, it's going to feel sore tomorrow if Good you get point. to see tomorrow. It's going to hurt. Dang it. All right, well, that's okay. So is it my, it's my turn now? Yes, now your turn. <laughs> um, uh, we'll, we'll say... Uh, 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 Jarrell too. He has uh, walked uh, off to his right and kind of cornered off uh, to out of view a little bit directly from where Howard is now. Because there's a wall separating from where he, uh, him and Le- uh, Luna are. So I have to go around a wall between them between yeah. us. Okay. There's a wall separating from like where he where his uh where he is. I guess I'll go to them. Okay. You uh, begin to run up through the bramble, through this entrance, and uh, you see to the left of this um, of this corded-off portion, uh, there is a giant raised half-circular platform that is raised up three steps, and as the... Uh, there's the two... To the two pane of windows on the left and right, and there's Lady Luna on the right to you, and Jarrell to the left. Uh, how well? How far? How far do I get? Um, fallen down, you would be right over on top of. Oh, uh, you'd be falling right on top of the uh, tomb and that slab stone where the uh, little block is with the crystal. Which, by the way, let me see what happened on this turn after Jarrell hit. All right, cool. So it's a 17. So, um, Howard, you ran away from it because you ran up to where Finks was. Uh, Remus, uh, this would have happened just as you had fallen. Sure. I need you to take uh, make another dexterity save. Man, three as, dexterity saves. I know. As there's a blast of red energy from this uh, crystal. Oh, so hold on. Oh, sad. Nat one. Nat one. Ooh. I got a ten total, but Nat one. Okay. Uh, you do take uh, three necrotic damage as you feel Ow. part of your life force is sucked away from you and uh, is trapped within this crystal. On this block. Sheiks. Okay. Um, so, but now it's my turn. Now it's your turn. My bad. <laughs> no, you're good. I've just... I've been getting hurt so much. Uh-huh. I have to see if I have... Can I... So would it be an action to use my eye to see what's going on in the box? Um, are you doing a quick glance over, or are you gonna? Do you want to invest? Are you looking at like, and, like, like a quick glance in? over, more or less? Like. Um, with a with a click with a quick glance, with your knowledge and with your uh, mark that you have, uh, you look at the within the box and you see a bunch of faces twirling around and siphoning within a almost like a uh, a prison. 
you see with within it you can like just like spectrally see within what like what's within this battery con- like contrapment and okay. you see uh faces of just figures and uh almost like spectral like ghosts just like flying around in this little confined space trapped in torment um so how much movement would you say i have left from or since i've landed how far are they from me um Lady you want to go to where uh you would go up this little pa- you would go up the path to the uh to the section of the room to the north and they are maybe roughly 35 feet away 35 40 feet just because it's at an incline so like a diagonal yeah they're both um, in the center of the window panes okay i would go hmm, i guess i'll go towards i'll go towards uh Lady Luna Shadow Sphere still. Okay. Run off to the um, right. Yeah. Is anyone else out there still or are they all still in this room? Um it's them two, Lady Luna and Jarell. Yeah. Uh Finks and Azoth oh no, sorry, not Finks. Howard and Azoth are to your left, slightly behind you as you kind of run past them to look into this room. Okay. Um, and Finks is far back to where you guys first kind of started, uh, tucked behind one of the platform, uh, tucked behind one of the walls as he has his, uh, flying little gold bat in the other half of the room. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, so I'm going to bonus action dash towards, uh, Lady Lady Luna Shattersphere. And Mm -hmm. then I'm going to pull out my, um, oh, where is it? The short, short, short sword, or the sword of the Shivanti cleric. All right. And I'm gonna hit her with that and use the poison charge in it, or try to. Okay, make a attack roll. All right. That's not gonna hit, probably. It's a nine. Yeah, that does not, not hit. Nine does not hit. Did you add your D your uh the D four? Does the D four go to attack rolls too? Excellent. Oh sick. Yeah. Eleven. Nine eleven. It hits. Yeah. As, oh. uh you go to bring the sword down, you see her uh backhand it, backhand the sword as she cast shield on it. Uh and you see her AC jump up. Uh for the rest of her turn. As the strike that was true, just her magic swayed it off. Damn. <laughs> uh, I believe that's it for me. Yeah, that's it for me. Okay. It is Lady Luna's turn. She's going to look at you and go, Darling, let's try this again. As she reaches over to you, and send and it makes you uh, do another charisma save. Do this. I believe. I believe it's about to get cold. 
That's going to be a 23. 23. Uh, You feel the same cold feeling come over you. And you feel yourself begin to be pulled away. And just in the nick of time, you are pulled back into this room again. Uh, Feeling just... Feeling uh, quite glad you didn't get pushed away, possibly. Yes, yes, I am. Um, and you are right up within melee combat of her. So she is, sees its shield just until the end of her turn. Let's see. But didn't she just try to bath me? She did, but I need to check something. Oh, man. Because. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, jeez, get nope. nope, she is going to stay right up in front of you. I see her. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now Azoth's turn. All right. Um, Howard's right next to me, right? Mm-hmm. How far away is L- Lady Luna Shattersphere? She is 35, 40 feet away. Wait, hold on. Uh, from you, she's about 50 feet away from you. All right. Uh, is there any way I can? Because I clearly can't communicate as a rat. Is there any way I can uh, motion to Howard to like pick me up and throw me towards her? Like <laughs> get into his hand and like nudge him, or like to like just whip me at her, like at her. Um. Let us check that. But before we do, let's go to a quick bio break. It's 7.30 at night, and usually you wouldn't mind walking home, but it's the middle of winter, so at 7.30 at night it gets a lot darker than it does in the summer. You're scared. The street's pitch black. There's only one light, and it's at the end, near your house. You can't help thinking that you're being followed, that someone's behind you. That something's, someone is whispering something into your ears. They're telling you something creepy, something horror, something about real life that you can't explain, that they can't really explain. But apparently there is a way too. Something that sends chills to your bone. Something that makes you think, maybe I should sleep with the light on tonight. You know what that thing is? The History Creeps Podcast, brought to you by the BICBP Network. Welcome back, everyone, from the quick 
bathroom break presented by Oogie Game over at 2406 Military Road, Niagara Falls, New York, 14304. Head on over there. They buy, sell, trade, new and used games as well as I see all my all my players are all pointing around on the Zoom call like, ah, look at look at this. They're, it's it's around here somewhere on the overlay. And uh, we have no idea where we, we are. No idea where we are. Nope. <laughs> no clue. <laughs> Usually I do change them up too. everyone's placement. What's well, um, going to be over here this time? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> could be there could be there that one uh, but head on over there if you're in western New York Niagara Falls area check them out uh, support your local game shops when you can that's a big thing and let's get back into this game so we picked up with uh, Azoth wanting to know if he could motion to uh, Howard to throw him at uh Luna? Luna. Luna. And I, I declare, we'll say, um, sure. Because why not? Because you guys went in with the fact that I'm a rat, so you're probably doing something like, over the her, just doing something. Right. We'll say, Howard, you, you pick up on what he's throwing down. Okay. Sweet. Howard successfully throws me towards Lady Luna's? On his turn, he can. Oh, I gotta wait for his turn. Yes. Okay. Do you want to hold? Do you wish to hold an action for his turn while you're doing this? Yes. Okay. What's the action you're holding for, and what's the stipulation of that you're gonna do? Okay. Uh, so he's gonna throw me towards her, and as I am going towards her, I am going to uh, uh, revert back into Azoth as I'm mid-flight to hopefully <laughs> land on her. And oh, God. grab her collar off. Okay. This is so d and I love it. I wanted, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of like the Ant-Man going up a Thanos' butt and going big and exploding him, but I'm too big for that, so I'll just land on her and yank it off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How small can you uh, wild shape? Oh, I can go tiny. I can oh, go Two I mean... <laughs> We'll try that later on. <laughs> this is gone D and D. Yep. Um, okay, so Finks, your turn is up next. All right. So I'm going to kind of like peek around the corner, and mm-hmm. I'm going to aim a uh, what's it called? I, I will say I, by I, this, just so you know, too. So there's a wall separating from where the bramble uh, separates off the stairs that Luna and Jarrell were standing on. Mm-hmm. This raised area. Um, when they step off to the side in front of the different panes of window, they are out of direct view of you. From where I am? Direct view of where you are, yes. Okay. Uh, and in front of you, what you're seeing, there is currently that robed body that was throwing punches at Howard di- uh, directly below where the tomb slab, kind of this platform thing is. This uh, raised little slab of... Uh, Think of kind of like what you would like lay a body out on. Okay. There was a figure standing there. So just for clarification, so so um, Jarrell is behind this wall, and I can't see him from where I am. Yep, to the left. You saw. You will say you you saw him jolt off to the left. Okay. Your left, and you saw Luna jump off over to the right. All right. So can I move to the opposite side of the wall and try to get that better angle? So you want so you want to uh, walk, go around the wall, ro- walk past where the crystal, this little like radiating pulse is, 
and get a better view uh, up over near the Bramble. Hmm. Over there? I don't really want to go too close to the the radiation, though. That seems like a bad idea. Well, if you're gonna, if you want to go up to like where Jarrell and Luna are, that's kind of where it is. Unless you're gonna have to figure something different out. I basically just want to get line of sight on on uh, Jarrell. Um, I'll say you could either be, uh, kind of peeking around. You could either run up past like uh, where, where the where that like the green this green emanating wave is. You got to run through that, or if you peek off around uh, one of the uh, vertical stone walls that are running up along uh parallel to this uh that rug you can try to walk and go around it that way and kind of fight through the brambles so you don't have to be in direct contact with where this kind of like emanating wave is hmm. but it's going to take some different a couple different checks to get you what do we what do we know about the stone in this wave have we done any like identification attempts on this thing? No one has done anything on this at all. Right. all. So let me let me change. I don't know if you were, I, try I, to, I don't know if I you tried to pick it up, but it was too heavy for me. I'm gonna to I'm gonna change my my game up here. Um, okay. I'm gonna use my bonus action to attack Jarrell with the spiritual weapon still, but I'm gonna use detect magic on the stone. Okay. Real okay. quick, do you have to be within line of sight to to order the order the spiritual weapon to attack him? Let me double check that. It doesn't actually say. It says you create a floating spectral weapon. Um, when you cast the spell, you make a melee special attack or spell attack within five feet. On a hit, it takes the damage. As a bonus action, you can move it 20 feet and repeat the attack against a creature within five feet of it. It doesn't actually specifically say I need to be line of sight. It doesn't? All right, then I'll, I'll roll with... Um... <clears throat> I'll roll with uh, Google that. With uh, no, I'll, I'll just roll just to keep with the combat flow. Uh, if you don't mind, kind of throw it up on like the Google search to look at later. But let's yeah. say the uh, w- with your connection and your ha- your hatred and your passion towards Jarrell, we'll say this bat took on a little bit of its own sentience and is uh, fluttering over to him to still give the attack. Okay, so uh, go after him if you want. Twenty-one, twenty-three, twenty-three. Okay, uh, twenty-three hits. <laughs> Hope so. All right, so that's one d eight plus three. I roll a seven, so ten damage. Seven, so ten damage. Uh, okay. Let's hopefully break that concentration this time. Ten damage. Let's make this concentration check four. Plus three is a seven. He is, uh, concentration is not broken yet. I'll do. All right, and then I want to do detect magic on the stone. Detect magic on the stone? Um, detect magic, it tells you, uh, the type of magic, correct? Yes. I can sense all magic, and then I know what spell it is. Okay, hold on. Double check and grab what one it is. Uh, I want to say it's going to be abjuration, but I just want to. 
uh, double check real quick. See, simple guide. Almost positive it's abjur abjuration. Just want to double check. Um. closest you're going to feel about it you feel on it is uh you feel a a mix of spell energies coming from this block you feel uh necromancy evocation and abjuration magic all from this little box of goodies okay. on this uh little slab so it's also 30 feet like all around me too. So I don't know if that um that guy that got up if he has any sort of magic on him if I'm close enough to that guy. Yes. He has a um abjur you can detect a dagger on him that is uh ra radiating some abjuration magic as well. Okay. Who's who's he closest to? He is closest to you. Okay. So I'll be ready for that then. Okay. Um, it is now, go back over here, top of the, oh, it is now the, uh, this cloaked figure as it is going to do a perception check to perceive the surroundings 10 plus, um, what's your passive stealth think? Um, my passive stealth? Yes. I don't see that. Is there a passive stealth? I have a stealth roll. Make a stealth check for me. As you tuck back around after casting, I uh, detect magic. Okay. Um, I rolled a nine. You rolled a nine. Okay. Um, he sees you. Uh, sneak around. So this cloak figure begins walking its way over to you, kind of stumbling with purpose, but kind of just, uh, again, once again, this like it's almost like it's following dead orders. Like it was given a straight command and it is just, it's going to just one thing after another, it's going to bang them all out. Okay. So it walks over to you and it's going to make an unarmed strike at you. It's 14 plus four to hit. Um, that will hit me. It'll hit you. It's going to do one D eight damage. And that is six damage. Um, when this one punches you, you uh, hear this snapping noise as its bones crack while it punches you. And you take two additional D6 uh, necrotic damage. So there's five, ten damage necrotic. Ten total? Yes. Okay. Um, with, uh, it is going to burn one of its uh, actions to also pull out the dagger that you had detected. And it's going to make a swipe at you with it. Natural one. It's. All right. You're good. Okay. All right. I got real concentration too. Yes. Is that just a constitution save? Um, yes. Okay. I rolled a 13 plus 3, 16. So. Oh, actually, do I get that ID for that? You could. I mean, you save it. Okay. Okay. You're good. 
top of the round is Howard. You have... Uh, are you throwing Fink? Or are you throwing Azoth on I your have, turn? Yep, I have Azoth. I am going to uh, bonus action chuck him towards Luna. Okay. Uh, that, is, <clears throat> that is your action to full That's throw him. I mean, I mean, you're taking. I'm going to give you the action to throw him at her. You're taking the time to make sure you throw him rather than just toss him in a general. Do you want to? Do you want to give a, a an aim throw or? Yeah, I was going to do an aim throw. So yeah, it'll be an action. Right. That's fine. I'll, I'll say you just you can throw it though. You take the time, the moment, line up, launch uh, Azoth. This little rat goes flying through the air. You have a time for bonus action and movement if you want to. Okay. Um, I will move. Let me see. More to the left, I guess. Like more behind the wall, out of sight from Luna okay. and uh, Jarrell, if I can. Okay, so you tuck around this wall yeah. from uh, from separating from the second uh, portion of this room. You tuck around it, back and around. Yep. All right. Um, and that's all for now. Okay. Up next is eight is uh, Jarrell's turn. Looking over at uh, this rat. Oh, hold on. No, it's not Jarrell's turn. So the minute uh, you launched Azoth, it kicks into Azoth's turn. Uh, you pop into your elf, your full Azoth as you go flying after her. Um, roll a d20 and add your strength modifier to it. Uh, 12. Okay. Um, give me a D6 plus your strength modifier worth of damage. Ooh, I get to add plus four to that, though, don't I? Um. No. No, not to the damage. You would have added the plus four to the, uh, the strength check. Oh, then that would have been... Or, 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 or the D, uh, to the D20 roll. Uh, so that would have been... 16. I don't know if it changes anything. It would have been 16. Um, what's her dex? No, it doesn't change anything. Okay. So uh, D6 plus your strength. Modifier. Big zero. Zero? Okay. Um... We'll say with a she takes minimum she takes a minimum damage as uh, as you hit her land on top um, of her. All right, you land on top of her, and you're going to begin to start to go after the choker. Yep. Okay. You begin to go after the choker. Uh, um, it was your turn to be thrown and change uh, and whack into her. I'll say make a. Make a strength check to see about you trying to rip this off of her. To see if you're strong enough to pull it off. If not, it's going to take a couple turns, possibly. Um, just straight strength? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, six. Six. Um, you try to go to grab the... Uh, find kind of like a grip and hold on the choker. And the nodding on it is just little. It's uh, just there's no way to kind of grab it with your hands. And it, the, the the little group that you do, you got to pull it. Just kind of 
you, you didn't get a good enough grip on it. Okay. All right. Um, is this is this still uh, my okay? What's up? Uh, I just know I have um, poison spray as a cantrip, so I don't know if that's something that I can. Not on a, not on a held action. Okay, that's your fine. turn was the whole. You were waiting to bamf and then try and yank at the necklace. Okay. That was all you were able to do on the hold. Right. All good. Um. Up next is Jarrell. Uh, you now bamfed in front and fully shaped uh, now on top of this body of Lady Luna. She's laying down. Uh, you're, you're, you're on top of her, kind of ripping, uh, going for her neck to get the choker. He's going to look over at you, and he is going to grab another bead off of his neck and going to launch a third one at uh, you guys. And this is going to be, see, um, sure. Not good. Oh yeah, no, it's not, it's, it's not good. He's just going, he's just going to ham, going ham on you all. Um, and this is a, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me, please. 14. Ooh. 14. Uh, did you add the D4? No, that would be 18. Okay. Um, hold on one second. Uh, just... Hold on, I messed up over here on my end. I think I did too, hold on. Uh, 15. It's all good. 15. Okay. 15 is uh, you just save as you take half damage for this. It is going to be a fireball. It is going to be 10d6 damage. Does this hit um, the woman too? Yes, it does. Uh, What were you saying, Azoth? Nothing. All right. So, four, seven, uh, uh, 9, 14, uh, 19, 19, uh, 25, uh, 29, uh, 30, 34, this would be 37, so 38, 15, 19 damage again. So you take 19 damage. She takes, um, 19 damage as well. Yeah. What's half of 19? 10? Uh, it'd be 10, yes. Because I'm still right next to her, aren't I? You are right next to her, too. I completely forgot you were standing next to her. It's yes. okay. I rolled a 26. Yeah, you're good. You took 10 damage. <clears throat> I'm down. Ooh. So with that last blast of fireball, you see Remus's uh, body drop down to the ground. Unconscious. Uh, it is now... Let's see. Where is everyone? Finks, you were... Where were you, Finks? I'm still kind of behind the uh, 
Let me get the map real quick. I thought I was behind that first wall. That first wall. Okay, you're behind the first wall over here. Okay. Um, Pretty far from everybody. All right. The, the, this little slab tomb uh, has a blast of energy. No one is near it to take its effects. It is now... How... Um, it is now Howard's turn. Isn't it like Remus and Azoth and Fink still? No, it was uh Jarrell just went, didn't it? Jarrell just went, yeah. Yeah, Jarrell just went. Yeah, but uh Azoth's uh turn oh. was a hell turn, so it's after me. It should have been whoever goes after me. I don't know how the lineup goes. Oh crap. After okay. Azoth, yeah. I believe it's me. Yeah. Did we miss did we mix that? Oh, you're right. It is. Uh we'll go uh <clears throat> Hold on, crap. Something got mixed up with my initiative order. Hold on. Let me do this again. Yeah, because Azoth Howard was... Turn, so technically, it would have been the last turn was Azoth. So yes. it would have been me, then Azoth, and then whoever normally goes after me. You, Azoth... Or no, no, no. It, uh, but in normal order, it goes... It was Howard, Jarrell, Remus. Yeah, so then Remus is next. Then it goes to Luna... Oh, that's why. Um, let's see real quick. She also went Remus, Luna, Howard. Then underneath them is Azoth, who was at see this. And Lavin. And he had a one, let's say. I rolled a 12 for my death save. Got it. Okay. Uh, you have you saved on that death save then. Woohoo! Uh, after Remus, it is um, Luna's turn, and she is going to look up from that one, look over at Drublick, watch it where you shoot that. <sighs> Be careful, those those are precious. Don't use them all at once. As she begins to cast life transference on herself, does it have to be an action? Um, take. She is going to take uh, damage from herself and transfer life essence over to Jarrell. She takes 4d8 damage for him. 5, uh, 10, 17, 19. As you see her, uh, her within this last turn, you see her uh, drop very, very low as she transfers uh, a portion of her life as it comes phasing out of her body and goes over to Jarrell, uh, bump, bumping him up on health. Uh, for her turn, it is now... Azoth's turn. Um, I'm still on her, right? You are. Um, all right. Um, I'm, I'm still going to go to rip off the necklace from, I, I just, I, I want to get that offer. Okay, make another strength check. 
I'll say with advantage too, because you're stand, you're on top of her and she is distracted trying to heal Jarrell currently. Hold on one second here. Or it is yeah, sixteen. Sixteen. Um, with that, we'll say that rips it uh, off of her neck as you see her eyes uh, that have this anger within them kind of are lifted, and there's a there's an expression of shock and confusion. And then weariness as she begins to kind of start to pass out and uh, goes unconscious. Nice. Um, and, um, okay. I think that's all I can do, right? That that doesn't. Yeah, that counts as my turn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give you a, I'll give you a bonus action if you want to get up and like turn around or something. Um, because you were already on top of her, it wouldn't be that much to to rip rip it off of her neck. Is there anywhere where where she's at that I can kind of uh, take cover from, or no? In the that immediate uh, vicinity, you can try and duck and get low and kind of like stay below where like the stairs are. How they kind of turn around? There's like this half semicircle. I kind of want to get out of sight, out of mind from Drell at the moment. So, um, I mean, you could either run over and around near the bramble or you can duck low and kind of just roll out and just like on the ground and try and, uh, be lay prone. Yeah. Like next to her, like kind of use her as a shield body as a shield. If she's kind of fallen, kind of like rolls her over you. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Well, I say you can easily do that. Right. Roll that over. I'm laying with her. Okay. Finks your turn. This guy that's right next to me, you said he's like kind of just like blindly following orders. Mm-hmm. Would I be able to deduce if he is undead or not? Um, with what? Kind of just like an insight? Just the way he's walking around. Um, yeah, I guess insight. Make an insight check. Insight. Uh, 16. 16. Uh, there's undead qualities to him. He doesn't look. He doesn't physically look undead, but he looks uh, almost like an emptiness inside. Like he's not undead, but he's moving as if he's a zombie. Okay, so that that just uh, informs which type of channel divinity I wanted to use. Okay, Go so basically, what I want to do is um, get away from this guy. I want to turn the corner. Um, so going the long way around, well, if I turn the corner towards the, uh, glowing stone, yes. Am I going to be in range of it? If I'm still on that wall, uh, if you're, if you're just around that, yeah. if you're just tucking around, you wouldn't be completely within range of the stone. No, okay. so I'm going to do that. I'm going to run around the corner kind of back to the wall, and I'm going to use my um, channel divinity to do invoke duplicity. Oh! I haven't used this yet, but this is my trickster cleric thing. Okay. So basically, I make a copy of myself um, within 30 feet, and I can use my bonus actions to move the illusion 30 feet, 
Um, it okay. can cast spells for me as if they're me. And then if okay. uh, the target is within five feet of both me and the illusion, I have advantage on attacks. Um, okay. So what I want to do is kind of pop around the corner and have the illusion kind of take my place and just kind of run off to hopefully trail this guy out of here. Okay. Just kind of taunting him along the way. Which way are you having the uh, the illusion run? Um, so if I was on the left side, I would have run around. Um, so I guess towards the right. Towards the right? Yeah. Um, and honestly, having run um, back towards where we came from, just to get it as far away out of here as possible. Okay. Um, let me roll a... It's got a zero. Oh, that's cocked. Hold on. It uh, zero intelligence. It's not going to make. Um, because you're trying to trade places with it, like literally, like split second switches. Yeah. Uh, make a dexterity check for me, with advantage because you're popping the duplicity. So I want to see the. Is how uh, fast you are to pop it and convince it. 21. You switch places with it, and this figure doesn't notice a difference. Okay. Um, and then you want it to run back up and kind of towards the stairs? Just just as far away from the general combat as possible. Just kind of taunting it along the way and making noise. Okay. That sort of thing. All right. Um, I don't know if they can make noises, but the whole taunting kind of pointing thing yeah. and kind of waving and fair enough. Alright, okay. so that is my action. Um, and then my bonus action, I will... Am I within 60 feet of Remus? Do you have to see him? Um, I think so. I was going to use Healing Word. Um, Let me see. Uh, Creature of your choice that you can see within range. Okay, so no. You wouldn't be able to see him. He's probably uh, just kind of outside of uh, just meta. Is it's about 65-ish feet away from you, probably. Okay, no worries. Instead, I will use my bonus action to hit him with the spiritual weapon again. Go for it. All right, make an attack roll, Adam. Sorry. Uh, 13, 18, plus the d4. So, 20. 20. Um, that hits. Make him roll damage. So that is 9 can... damage. 9 damage, alright. Plus 4, or no? Nope, that was just hit. Alright. He saves on that con save. There's still a dragon floating around the uh, ceiling now, just kind of floating around. Seeing Howard go down, it's now kind of picking off who's next. Um. What's up? Oh. I don't know if you're trying to do something, Azoth. Uh, yep. Anything else you want to do, Finks? Uh, I think that's all my actions. Okay. Um, after that is this figure, uh, is the, the, the monk figure. And it is just gonna it's gonna follow your duplicity up to the stairs. Okay. And it's gonna follow him up. Uh, let me see. Let me make a wisdom check to see. That's a natural one on a wisdom check. So nope, it's running up them stairs after it. Um, top of the round is Howard. Okay. So what are you doing? Where I'm like tucked around at? Can I see like Remus went down and all that or no? Yes. 
I'll say you could see Remus that went. You could see where Remus went down. All right. So then I will uh, make my way over to him. Okay. Um, bonus action. Give him my little potion of healing. Okay. Uh, so that's two d four plus two. Uh, do I roll or? I'll let you roll. Okay. You can roll for it. Um, so seven plus two is uh, nine points of health to you, Remus. Remus, you go. <gasps> oh, that was good. Um, and then reverse exorcist style. How much more movement do I have after that? Approximately. So I was like over by like that little wall tucked away. So to get over there would be like about what? Five feet or so you have left. Okay. Well, then I'll take about five feet away, like use the rest of my movement to kind of spread it apart some. Okay. And I will cast uh, Armor of Agathus on myself. Okay. Cast Armor of Agathus. If you feel the uh, this chilly, icy uh, water condensating in the air just start to cling to your body as it uh, frosts and ices over. Yep. All right. And that's my turn. All right. Jarrell now looking over at Remus. Oh, so I have to, so I get to do this again. And uh, he looks over at you, Remus, and will actually see, he will just shoot an Eldritch Blast over at you. That is a 2 plus 15, 17 to hit hits okay and it is three different blasts coming at you so matrix it'd be a total of six damage just whack 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 rolled low on him and Looks over at you, Howard, and goes, my, my, because he casts the Eldritch as a bonus action. He is going to do uh, another spell and goes, well, Howard, let's try this again. Grovel, as I need you to make a wisdom save for me, please. All right. Uh, Wisdom save. You get the plus four blessing for that, too, or no? Okay, good. Saves, right? Okay, so. Uh, 22 total. Who is it? 21. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Fuck you, bitch. (laughs) I got your gravel right here. No. (laughs) You feel this compulsion to kneel again. (laughs) But no. (laughs) You you fight it. Um, You stand to Jarrell. You do not kneel. Um, he is in shock. Very ah. well. Bite him, please, as he shouts at the dragon that comes to swoop down at you to make two bite attacks. Twelve plus four to hit. That hits. First one hits. Eleven plus four to hit. That hits too. That hits. Um, and what was the damage on it? Where is it? Real quick. 
Um, it was 1d6 plus 3. So, so both hit, right? Mm-hmm. So 6 from the first one, 7 from the second one, and then... Two points of force damage and one, so three points of force damage total, and six points of uh, slashing damage as this dragon swoops down and kind of like swipes at you. This fey dragon that was uh, he conjured from his chest. Shit. Are you done? <laughs> I'm at two. Armor of Alcathus. Yeah, that saved my ass. Does it do damage to the creature? Um, it does. So the dragon takes uh, 10 points of cold damage. 10 points of cold damage? Yep. All right. Um, 10 points, Mike. Real quick, let me see what its health is. Uh, constitution modifier plus my spellcasting ability. Plus 10 times. Quick. Real quick, wait, what is it? It's health. So health is constitution. Base constitution modifier. Plus two plus my spellcasting ability, which is what's your spellcasting ability? Is it the spell attack or is it the spell modifier? That's the uh, spell attack, I believe. Spell attack. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it is seventeen. 17 plus what level spells is he casting? Alright, so it is at how much damage did it do? 10. 10? Alright, yeah. so it's it's looking a little hurt, but this is a hardy looking dragon. A uh, fey dragon flying in the air. Okay. Okay. Um, that is... His turn, Remus, you're up. Jinx is already by Jarrell, right? No. Is anyone by Jarrell right now? No one. Just Finks is spiritual weapon. I'm gonna be by Jarrell right now. Okay. So because he's occupied with Fink's spiritual weapon, do I get sneak attack? I'll let it go for this one. All right. There's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff going going forth. I'm gonna hit him with the Shivanti short sword again and try and use the poison. Okay. You run over to Drell and go after him. Dun, 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 dun. Oh yeah, twenty three. Okay. Uh, that hits. Double check that real quick. All right, I had to check my poison damage. I rolled a four for it, so I'm clean. You're good. Um, so I just have to roll my sneak attack. So it's gonna be seventeen damage total. Nice. Okay. Okay. And then. How far was it for me to get to him? That was your full movement to get over to him. Ah. 
That was. I'm, uh, I'm going to bonus action disengage anyways. Okay, bonus action right, disengaged. Right, right in front of him. Pop it. Well, you're out of his direct combat, we'll say. Yeah. So at least uh, he has to worry about the spiritual weapon still. All right. Uh, Azoth, you're up next. Okay. Um, I want to. Uh, <laughs> um, I want to cast Shape Water and form a uh, five-foot cube of solid ice above Jarrell to drop it on him. Okay. Make um. What's your spell save DC? Uh, Doesn't matter. He rolled a natural one. Okay. So okay. I'll say. It happens. Uh, give me. Uh, does it? Does it say? Does it give statistic damage for what that would be? Nope. No. No. Nope. Okay. So let's do. Um, Shape waters for uh, druid, right? Yep. Do. Shape waters a cantrip. It is. One d four, plus your wisdom modifier. Of damage. Uh, and then do I get that uh, blessing as well or no? No. Okay. No, because I because it was going to be a save for Jarrell to kind of get out of the way. Got it. But he failed it. So it's a five. Five? Yeah. All right. He took, he, you see him get whacked with, by a giant freaking ice cube. Does that... Above. Does that um, does, uh, cause him to lose concentration from the uh, dragon? It does not yet. He also had a check from Remus, too. Oh, he did. All right, so hold on. So let's roll for Remus's check. That was a natural one. You see the dragon swoop down and just fizzle away, reappearing now on his chest. Shoot. The dragon barks now, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um. All right, Azoth, that's your turn. Anything else you want to do? Uh, nope. I'm gonna stay hiding. But is uh is can I uh is Lady Lunasphere is she um coherent yet at this point? Can I like since she's on top of me? Can I be like, what's going on? Like, can I talk to her at all to find out what's up? There is uh, no response. She is is uh she is essentially knocked out. Okay. Incapacitated. I'm gonna, I'm gonna still have a shield going on. Okay. Um, Finks, your turn. Okay, so I want to basically double move. I think it's dash action. Yep. To move twice. So I just want to get into the room with everybody. Okay. Um, just keep it. Uh, I think I think I'm right in range to get to the door. Okay. From where I was. Yeah. And then uh, bonus action to uh, attack. Bonus action. Okay, I can let that happen. Or the spiritual weapon. All right. Mm-hmm. There we go. D20. 14. Plus 4. 18. To hit. 18. That hits him. And that is 8 damage. 8 damage. Okay. Uh, Jarell is getting beat up. He's looking at... He's, he's starting to become withered. He's, he's starting to kind of look a little frantic. Like, all right. 
All right. Everything happened fast. I wasn't expecting you guys so soon. I thought I'd have time to get out of here before you found this place. <sighs> um, anything else you want to do on your turn? Uh, I did my action movement and bonus action, so I don't think I have oh, any economy you, left. You you did everything for the economy, actually. Um, I would point at Jarrell. <laughs> point at him? Ugh. He looks over at you and just spits on the ground. Why aren't you just... Why aren't all of you dead yet? Um, it is now the uh, monk's turn. It is going to be entertained by your duplicity. <laughs> uh, top of the round, it is Howard's turn. Okay. I'm going to bonus action down my last healing potion that I have. Okay. Uh, all right, so that's six health. All right. Um, and then for my action, I'm going to see him. Okay. I'm going to reach into my bag. I'm going to ensure if and if you get away, you will know that you die by my hand. And I'm going to reach out my little blue vial and I'm going to chuck it at him. All right. So it lands. So either way, he gets hit with it. Got yeah. it. Um, he has to make a um, make an attack roll to see how accurate your throw is. Sure. Because we have Remus's right next to him. Yep. Two. Uh, that, <laughs> natural 20, bitch. Uh, plus four with... Actually, holy shit, yeah, that was max. No, natural 20. So he is, it is hit, it breaks, it shatters. He needs to make a constitution save. Mm-hmm. Which he fails. Sweet. So even um, if he does escape, he will freeze and die. Yep. Uh, Remus, constitution save for me, bud. Plus four. Slash damage. Oh, no. Cold damage. A little bit. Did you say plus four or the D4? Oh, yeah, D4. D4. I just wanted to make sure before I rolled the wrong thing. Uh, 14. What's the DC save on the frigid wall? I don't know, but I have a question first. I think can I add my side die? Yes. All right. What? What, Danny? I was gonna say. I think mine was fourteen. For this, it's like it goes off of my spell save DC, correct or no? I'm gonna double check. Frigid. I never really got like I just I know I picked up all that frigid wolf from before, but I never actually got like what the DC was. Is there an antidote for it? Yeah, I have plenty of antidotes. Like if if Ricky gets hit, you can still. I can still save him. He's good. Yeah, I'll be fine. You, I'll say. You uh, succeeded it before. Uh, you, you succeeded his, the the save before you throw the dice. If you want to, you succeed the save. Okay. So you don't take the effects. Cool. Don't waste. You don't have to waste the side die if you don't want to. Done deal. But I mean, it's kind of a perk if you do. Um, anything else you guys want to do in this turn before it goes to his? 
Um, and I will move up towards him. I already used my bonus. That was my action. Yep, and I'll that's it. I'll get right up into his melee range. You are? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, he's going to take out his dagger out of a side pocket. He's going to walk right up to you, and he is going to jab it right into you as you're right in front of him. Uh, gut style, just like he had done to Kelma. Okay. And this is a 10 plus 4 plus proficiency 19. Yep, it hits. Got it. All right. This does... I need you to make an intelligence saving throw. Okay. Ooh. Intelligence. Uh, 18. Ooh, you are close. You feel... Real quick, do you have any spell slots left? No, I used last on my uh, armor. Never mind, you don't feel anything then. You're good. Cool. Um, With that, he is going to then... Uh, as a bonus action, pluck off the last bead of his necklace and slam it right against your chest. Okay. For a fireball. That would have hurt him too, though, wouldn't it? Yep. He's willing to take it. All right. You got cocky. You went right up and you walked right in front of him. He's tired of you. I'm... Am I still disengaged with him? You are disengaged with him. Good. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Does Is he out? Am I out of fireballs? Yeah, you, you used your last one, I think. I did! Never mind, he doesn't have that fireball. <laughs> he just slaps your chest. She warned uh, him not to waste them, I too. No. Yeah, she did. did. She totally did. She didn't realize... Oh, my God. Um... He doesn't wait. Do I have any, any bonus actions? Oh my god. Oh, how the turntables. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. It, uh, that is his turn as he is just waiting for you. Cool. Um, Perfect. Howard's like, come at me. Howard, boy. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Remus, your turn. Your turn, Remus. I'm going to hit this gentleman with two daggers. Go for it. Don't fail me now. That's going to be... uh, 18. 18 hits. And because Howard's still... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that's going to be... Thirteen damage. He, you uh, throw a dagger at his uh, side of his neck as he's staring down Howard. Just He's right in his face. Actually, he's kind of looking up a little bit at him as he's looking up at him. As he, you can see him go, ah. 
<clears throat> kind of just kind of tries to brush it off, but he's hurting and he's forcing himself to stand up right in front of Howard. I'm going to hit him with the offhand one. Go for it. Eleven? Eleven does not hit. Do I have... What? I I did the D4, but do I... Am I supposed to roll with advantage or not advantage? You don't have advantage. What would you be be getting advantage from? What what do you think? Uh, Like flanking with Howard. No, no. Fla- okay. Flanking is what's giving you the sneak attack when you're not hit. Gotcha. Because, I didn't hit him then. Because he is being distracted and he has taken away the concentration to, to evade your moves by staying uh, locked with, into combat with Howard. Okay. So that's it for me. Okay. It goes to Azoth, Finks, and then it's going to go back to Howard, so Azoth. Um... I'm going to throw uh, Melf's acid arrow, arrow at Jarrell. Ooh, okay. Um, uh, I will say, unless you move, if you're looking directly at at uh, Jarrell, your you Howard's body is in front of him, more or less. So you probably you're going to have to move it and uh, to be throwing it at an angle. I don't know if you're if you're going to if you'll move to get a clean shot on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, hold on. I may change my mind on this. D- did he? Um, so when he stabbed Howard, is mm-hmm. the knife still in him, or did he stab him and then pull it out again? Where's the dagger currently? Uh, to uh, Jarrell's side in his right hand. So he, it's still in his hand. Yes, it's still in his hand. Right. Then I am going to. Um, I'm going to cast my cantrip of Thorn Whip uh, towards his hand with the dagger to like see if I can actually grab the dagger and hurt him in the process. All right. Uh, make an attack roll. All right. Does Thorn Whip give a grasp action? Uh, let me see what it says. Uh-uh-uh. Create a long vine-like whip covered in thorns that lashes out at command towards a creature. Make a melee spell attack. If the attack hits, it takes 1d6 piercing damage. Uh, and if it's large or smaller, I pull the creature up to 10 feet towards me. Okay, I'll say um, make an attack roll. Let's see. Uh, it's got a higher DC if you're trying to grab it as hand specifically to pull the dagger out. All right, so I'm rolling a D20? Yes. And then the D4 as well, right? Correct. All right. Uh, six. Six. Um, you go to lash at him with a thorn whip and it whacks his hand and he just brushes it off as he cuts the the whip as it sprouts from the ground as he cuts it the 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 magic essence of this root that springs from the ground just withers away where the dagger hacks at it did it hit him it did but not enough to do damage okay because it says if the attack hits it takes 1d6 piercing damage as well Um. It, it, yeah, it didn't hit. It didn't hit him, or more or less, it went to go hit at him, and he just more or less parried the blow yeah, off. That works. That's where. That's what it is. He parries it. All right. Um. um yeah. Uh, and then I think I'll just duck back behind uh, Lady Lunasphere. 
Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Um, can I get a clean shot at Terrell from anywhere? Yeah, you can, you can move to get a clean shot at him. All right. So I'm going to do that and line up a, a guiding bolt. Okay. And get attack roll. 15 plus the d4 is 18. That hits. Cool. 46 radiant damage. Oh, I thought thought you said 46. It's like, oh, shoot. I was holding back. He really let them have it. Yeah. So 13 damage total. Um, you see Jarrell drop to one knee as he's holding himself up and he just kind of slowly picks himself up and he's kind of like hobbling a little bit on his left hand, on his uh, left leg. Jarrell forgot about the spiritual weapon. Here that comes. Oh. <laughs> Jarrell did. He completely forgot about spiritual weapon. Uh, 15 plus a D4. That hits. Okay, good. That, that hits. As AC... T- Oh, good, an eight. So 11 damage total. How do you... Uh, how, uh, what are you doing to finish this? Finish it off. How? Well, how would you... How do you want to finish him off? All right, so let's have the, the beast thing this, swoop this in bat. and grab him by the back with his mm-hmm. teeth and, and just kind of like hover him up a little bit and then I'll blast him with the, the spell with the beam. Go for it. And let you him do, fall. You do just that. Um, you... Uh, you have him uh, picked up in one final motion with one of the lingering blasts of the magic missile of the was it guiding bolt or magic missile guiding bolt guiding bolts goes pfft, launches around comes back corkscrews blasts through his chest as there's a dead Jarrell floating in the air and as your spiritual weapon fades his body just pfft, drops dead on the ground with his giant gaping hole through his stomach. We did it. Um, Finks is going to immediately start searching his body for his house keys. Um, Hell yeah. All right. Uh, make an investigation check. While he's doing that, Howard's going to lean over, like, right in Jarrell's face, even though he's dead. He is lifeless. Yeah, that, that's fine. He has, like, that crazed look in his face right now, like, the biggest grin ever, like... Okay, motherfucker, now who's graveling, you bitch? And I'm going to start taking my quarterstaff and just start pounding in his face. Even though Finks is going through the body, I'm just going to start smashing and smashing. Uh, I rolled an 18, by the way. 18. Um, You find Uh, Andrell? Minus 117. All right. Um, Andrell, you find uh, no keys. You've uh, simple, simple pants he's wearing right here. It's more of a, a change of clothes for the ritual. Okay. Um, there is a dagger uh, on his person. You see uh, over where Howard is pounding his face in. There is also a necklace. You can now see uh, simple, but it has the S with the dagger through it. Um, that's it. That's all. He, that's all he's got on him. He's got that tattoo. Mm-hmm. He's got his tattoo on his chest. Hey, uh, Finks, can I check out that dagger you found? Yeah, I don't want to touch it. 
I'll use my mage hand to pick it up. Mage hand, got it. Pick it up. Is it anything fancy or? So as the mage hand goes over to grabs it, um, grabs the hand. There is a a uh, almost like a short circuit of an effect from the hand, and there is a small combustion of magic that poofs as the mage hand grabs it. Um, the hell? All oh, right. wasn't he a warlock? Maybe that's his blade. Oh, um, where the mage hand goes to grab it, it is, um, I need you to make a deck save, Finks, by the way. The mage hand goes and is sucked into the blade. By the magic, the magic dispelled as it grabs it. Twelve? Twelve. Um, that is a fail. You lose one of your lowest spell slot levels. Okay. What? As you feel part of the mag- part of your divine, like pot, like your mana is pulled yeah. from you. All right, I'm gonna like hey? face the dagger and step back. Oh. No, no, hold on, hold on. It's, I got this. I got this. The siphon dagger. The siphon I dagger. This. I got this. I got this. I got this. I'm going to use my my fancy new feet and yeah. turn Jarrell into coins. So you see this body as I'm going. It's like coins. <laughs> it goes. You see the body uh, begin to kind of crumple up, anti gravity black hole style as it is contorted and starts to break. And you could hear the bones start to crack and almost like a wad of paper that gets pushed and pushed and pushed into a single ball and goes where there's a little puff of uh, brimstone and our uh, infernal fire. There is a single copper piece sitting on the ground. It was only worth one. <laughs> put it in your pouch. I'll put it in my pouch um, anyways, but... Actually, he say- would be... No, um, what he would be worth is... If you guys all fighting Adam, he'd be worth... You get 13 coins. Realistically, uh, what actually is... It'd be a stack of... Uh, Coin and then straight around it, there is a set of uh, thirteen full copper coins gotcha. for his ch- uh, challenge. Um, his necklace is still there, though, right? The necklace, yeah, with the, with the necklace and an empty sack of an empty plain uh, pants. Okay, the dagger's still there. Dagger's laying there on the ground. All right, I'll try and pick it up now. You go to pick it up. Um, do you have spell slots? No. Well, no? no, I just have spells that is like I can do them once a day. Then you're good, actually. There's no spell <laughs> slot coming from you. Okay. All right. I uh, I'm gonna. There's put some. This... It's it's Danny called it. It's like, it's one of the, it's one of their daggers. That's right. how they steal their powers. Is that I can't wait. Is Lunasphere? Is she, uh, because of all this, with whatever was going on, is she still unconscious? Oh, yeah, no. She is completely knocked out. She's going to need some some help. Howard's going to grab the necklace, by the way. Howard grabs the necklace. All right. All right. Um, you grab the necklace. It's very, 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 very similar to you. Thinks 
Can I? Uh, I want to cast uh, Healing Word on Lunasphere. Okay. Um, you see this? Uh, the her limp body goes. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> and then she just kind of passes out again. Why did you do that? She's good people. She was not in her right mind. She was being controlled. We need to find out what else is going on, and she's going to be the one to tell us that. I would like a little talk with her myself. I'm very confused. Thanks. Yes. Did we see his other pants when we came in here? It was a cloak. Because you wanted to get something, or did was it Azoth? Both of you wanted things from his home, essentially. Yes, he stole something that belongs to me and had yes. lay in his home. We should we should find those. I would very much like that. In fact, I'd very much like to leave right now. Now that this part is done, there's the issue of the orb in the next room, guys. Which now that idea. now that combat has come down, the pulsating like wave is slowed down, but there's still this energy emanating from it. This can the dagger do something? Remix? That's what I'm thinking. What if I stab the thing with the dagger? It's worth a shot, right? Can one of you bring me back to life? I guess is my question. Use my last. Potion of healing, so I can't. Uh, you can shove some berries in your mouth. Are they good? <laughs> are they foul or are they good? Are they ripe? They are, they are good berries. Uh, Remember okay. them? Vaguely. No. <laughs> um, okay, I'll, I'm going to give it a shot. I think. Hold on. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Why not? All right. All right, so while you're wielding the dagger, because you're not a primary spellcaster of sorts, yes, you don't take any uh, negative effects of having spells Okay, while wielding it. Um, just w- w- for the few moments of you grabbing the dagger, you do ascertain that uh, the- there is a chaoticness to this energy that is a little uncontrollable. Okay. Okay. Just as you as you're walking with intent to to use this dagger, just so you know. Well, I, I don't I don't fully believe that I can do anything. I'm just I know. assuming I can give it a shot and this yeah. thing apparently hurts magical things, so why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh you walk over to this the car battery of energy. What do you want to do? I'm just gonna put the blade and tap the tap the stone. Just tap the stone? Yeah. There's a little 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 fire, a little like spurtles of energy from where the dagger kind of taps on the stone. This little and it looks like the there are little cracks within the gem that kind of splinter but then heal up 
I guess I'll actually like take attacks at it and try and stab it. Make attack roll. Okay. Where's everyone else when this stuff is happening? Um, I'm nowhere close to it. Yeah, as I say, I'm staying back where I kind of was already. Behind the wall. Mm-hmm. I'm still with Lunasphere. Okay. I'm over by where Jarrell would have turned into the coin. Um, also, just so you know, that 1d4, I'm assuming, is gone now. It's been a minute of conversation at the very least. So. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, real quick, how long is Duplicity active? Um, let me look that up. Because oh, by now, there is still a figure. I was also wondering about that. I, one minute. I forgot about him. <laughs> one minute. You got, you got a couple rounds if, if the duplicity is still trying to be distractive. Um, I got a 17. 17? Alright, um, deal damage. Uh, is it just dagger, normal dagger damage? Oh, or? Yeah, normal dagger damage. Okay. Finks, where are you during all of this? Um, I am basically in that same room with Luna. Luna's here. Right. He's an iron. Six damage? Okay. Crystal looks a little shattered, but it, it just begins to heal up again. Does it seem like stuff's still going into the dagger? No. Not like it's going in. Not on that strike. Nothing went into the dagger, necessarily. What if I just, like, set the blade flat against the stone? Set the blade flat against the stone? It sits there. I guess I'll pick it back up. Pick up the dagger. And also, whenever you whenever you grab and hold this dagger, you feel um, the the kind of exhaustion and or the kind of exertion that your body and your your mental toll is when you cast psionic spells or su- spells psionically or like your personal like your infernal spell casting mm-hmm. that little that little toll that it takes on you. You could feel a remnant of that while holding this dagger in your hand. Like, okay. It's a little draining, a little daunting to hold it. If I... I don't know, if I hold it against the stone and really focus on it, like, just... I don't know, concentrate my energy on the dagger, will that anything happen? Um, just... So you're, con- so you're putting the stone, or the dagger, next to the stone. You're just trying to concentrate on... Like, I, I know it's supposed to take magic from stuff like i'm just trying to will it to happen all right um make a intelligence check with advantage I get to use my side eye. Oh, God. Darn it. <laughs> 19. 19. Okay. Um, 
you will it and you will it and you will it uh and you feel the um you feel the essence of whatever energy this dagger took from Fink's went sh- shunted into this little box or into this box and gemstone. You just kind of like fed it more energy, essentially. But I wanted to take it out. Oh, you're trying to take it out. So you're, yeah, okay. like I, I'm trying to like use. I'm imagining like essentially this dagger is like a little like little Hoover vacuum. You're trying okay, so you're trying to pull from the yeah. from the box. Okay, with that, um there's no pulling from this box. Okay. That's there is none. Um does anyone know about these stones? Because I don't I don't really get this dagger and I uh it doesn't seem to have any sort of effect on the stone like it does magic stuff. No, uh, I wonder if the dagger is used to drain magic into that stone. Maybe? I think so. It could be. But I don't know how you get it out of the stone. That is a good question. Um, stone? Well, I tried to hit it with the dagger, but it didn't really do much. Uh, Anthony, when I did detect magic earlier, was the magic on both the stone and like the pedestal, or is it just the stone? The stone, as well as this, the car, this like the car battery shaped like block of metal and stone that the gemstone is embedded in. Okay. And, and, and this block is about like a foot in length and like a half a foot in uh, width and height. Can anybody shape stone? I can only shape water. I mean, I can. I think if we separate the two, we can stop it. Well, that's something we're going to have to try next session as we're wrapping this one up, guys. Um, We're going to pick up there next week to figure out what to do with this car battery, as I'm dubbing it, with this gemstone embedded in it of uh, energy and soul power or whatever this thing is. So... Thank you guys so much for tagging along till now. Uh, went a little bit later tonight as we wrapped up this fight and uh, started to explore whatever this device and this this brick really is. I was your Dungeon Master, Anthony. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in and watching this. If you're listening to it uh, via podcast format, thank you so much. Please check out the other shows on the network at BICBP-radio.com, as well as checking out the links to our Teespring and Oogie Games below. Uh, head on over there. Support them. Support us. Thank you so much. Please share, like, uh, give us a review, and you know, tell a friend to check us out and watch it. Enjoy the fun. Uh, I'm going to sign off and let our players take care of it uh, real quick. You can uh, hit over at us, hit us over at our social media at podcasters tabletop gaming. It is, uh, is now set on Facebook and Instagram as uh, tabletop gaming. So I'm going to pass it over to the players. Uh, Mark, you're first up. Oh, Hey guys. Uh, follow Azoth on Twitter at podcasters Azoth. I usually do uh weekly quips, uh, with what had transpired with uh, throughout the night 
Uh, or you can follow me on Instagram uh, at the.mark.716. There you go. Uh, hit up. Uh, we're going to go over, hit up and go to Danny next. Hey, what's up? Uh, Danny Chavez. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram, Ratfink Arts, R-A-T-P-H-I-N-C Arts. Um, you can also find me uh, and Anthony co-hosting another section of podcasters, uh, Roll for Wisdom. Uh, check it out. We are... We like to talk about D&D, but we're not professionals, so don't, don't at us. At us. Um, and uh, you can follow Howard on Twitter as well, at PodcastersH, because for whatever reason, Twitter dropped the Howard part of it. So, uh, But yeah, go check him out. There you go. Uh, Ricky, you're next up. Uh, I'm Ricky Coates. I play Remus on Podcasters. I... I'm doing something here. Uh, it was another week I found a dagger that apparently hurts my friends but doesn't hurt me but can hurt my friends if I hurt them with it Um, anyways you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Rick underscore Coates you can follow Remus at I believe it's Podcasters Remus Podcasters Remus on Twitter Um, thank you Chessex Dice for making our roles against this horribly aggressive thing and thank you Oogie games for repairing buying and selling drinking used games and new games and all the games games there you guys Oogie go games uh tony finish this uh, tony you guys play things on podcasters um i have a twitter i don't know how to use it but i'm, I'm trying my best uh thinks at uh at podcaster sphinx um I am also on the Instagram at Phoenix Forge for my miniature painting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a little bit of a hiatus still, but I will be updating that hopefully in the next couple of weeks. No problem. Well, guys, uh, make sure to check out all their uh, media, support, share, follow, uh, like, subscribe. And until then, keep rolling. <laughs>